It's good exercise. Not only physically, but spiritually too. Greeting your neighbors, telling folk you love them. Glad they're here. The scripture is in the bulletin, but I want to announce it anyway for those of you that have looked at it, but I don't want you to stand this yet. The Gospel of Luke chapter 1. We'll begin verse 39 in a moment. I'm going back as far as I can remember on a Christmas morning in the little community of Pierce Town. Christmas morning, the tree is decorated and I can't wait to get in there because I had asked for what we called in those days a Turner Pool. Anybody remember what a Turner Pool is? I can still see it right now. If I had it, it'd probably be worth a million dollars. <laughs> it was orange. Turner Pool. A, a pan. It moved the earth. And I've been playing in the dirt ever since. I love it. But to go back and think about the Christmases, um, this will be my 68th Christmas. Thinking about all the things that takes place and, and, and just, you know, out riding in the evenings and seeing all the decorations and the, the houses so decorated and sides of the road and parks uh, all decorated. Um, I mean, it's just amazing to me. Every year about this time, we go through the unfolding of the Christmas story. We all probably, as Christians, we know it by heart. But I think sometimes when we read it, we overlook some real ingredients that God put in there uh, for us. And no matter how many times we have read the Christmas story, every time we unfold it again, you know, we get Christmas cards and, and they got uh, the verses of Scripture that has to do with Christmas and the birth of Jesus and sometimes we overlook that and go on down there to see who sent the card. But don't overlook those little verses of Scripture uh, that is slid in amongst the sayings of all the cards that we get. Well, we've enjoyed parades, parties, lights, children. Now, that's the, that's the exciting part. Children and their excitement about Christmas. And uh, Monday, Good News Club, we're going to have the Christmas party. And uh, we're excited about that. The kids are excited. But, uh, you know, we have led them up to the point of, hey, the birth of Jesus, his death on the cross. And I'm, where is Lynn? You sitting somewhere out there? Oh. What is it? How many have been saved? Nine. We have had nine people to be saved. And that's praise the Lord stuff, okay? Now, God willing, we're going to have our baptism here on the 20th of this month. Don't ask me how, but that's the plan. And Lord willing, it'll come together, okay? It might be in a tub, but you know, and nobody's going to be sprinkled, all right? <laughs> we're going to go dunking. But it's exciting. It's an exciting time to... To, to know the Lord and to come into his house and to come into his presence and, and to be able to sing uh, praise songs to his wonderful and holy name. Christmas music, decorations. I, again, I, I was just amazed when I walked in the fellowship hall. I haven't seen it since Wednesday night. And just amazed of, of all the beautiful decorations. The tables are so beautifully decorated. Don't miss tonight. Be there in excitement of what God's going to do, even in the singing 
and the silent auction and the things that's going to be going on. And of course, as we get closer to Christmas time, family, family. Our plan this year is to go to Atlanta, Georgia. So hopefully right now we've got such a crowd that we're going to be taking the motor home right downtown. I'm going to truck her right in there. Uh, don't bother me. I've, I've been downtown New York right down 95 in it. Got a lot of handshaking going on, but we... Uh, several people tried to point me in the direction, and, you know, but I made it with Lynn and the nerves all torn up. But Christmas, it's an exciting time. I mean, the, the streets are full, the stores are full, the, uh, every, the businesses are crowded, and, and everybody wants to get that last-minute gift, and they want it to be on sale. And, and uh, you know, I waited. I waited too late. I'm not going to call the name of the place, but I waited too late. I wanted this particular item, and I went in there to get it, and they had sold out. And I said, well, I'll just get me a rain check. And I went up there to talk to the girl about it, and she said, no, it says as long as the items last. And I didn't believe that. I went and got the sale paper, and there it was, as long as items last. So I missed out. I didn't get what I wanted to get. But anyway, that's beside the point. But we think about what God has done. I want to back up just a moment about Joseph uh, and, and uh, Mary. But to back up further than that, Zachariah and Elizabeth, hey, she was well beyond what a childbearing age is, okay? I thought about Miss Edna and Mr. Truett. What if they come this morning and say, guess what? Edna's pregnant. <laughs> Whew. Wow. Elizabeth said, I can't believe this. <laughs> Zechariah, I ain't going to believe it. And the angel said, Zechariah, because of your doubt, son, you ain't going to speak for nine months. Now, how would you like that? Now, some of you ladies would love that. Hey. Can you imagine Mr. Truett not being able to speak for nine months? <laughs> Just making motions and, and writing notes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But hey, that was the scene. And hey, she was about six months along, and here come the angel again and spoke to Mary about going to have a baby. And hey, I mean, hey, it blew her away. A teenage girl, she's not even married and she's expecting. What's the world going to say? What's the family going to say? What's the community going to say? What's Joseph going to say? You know, all this stuff was, was put together, listen, in heaven by God Almighty and he sent Gabriel to deliver the message. And so, if you would like to stand in, in reverence and read of God's holy word, beginning in verse 39... Now Mary could have, she could have said, hey, I'm getting out of town. But she made things right. God spoke to her heart through the angel and said, this thing's happened to you as of God. So here, she's, here it is in verse 39. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into the city of, Ju of Judah and entered into the house of Zechariah and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb. John had a spell when he heard Mary's voice. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Hey, it was just another approval of that God was in the middle of all that was going on. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And whence is this to me? that the mother of my Lord should come to see me. 
Why should the mother of my Lord come to see me? For lo, as, as soon as the voice of the salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance. I love that word, a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak to our hearts concerning the Christmas story. God, we love it. We thank you for loving us through your son, Jesus. And as we thank all the way from the cradle to the cross, God, we thank you for all the way you have led and for, the, for your presence in this place this morning. We honor you. We respect you today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God didn't make a blind choice when he chose Mary. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew what Mary would do also. Mary didn't know what she would do. She began to wonder, hey, what's my family going to think? What's everybody going to, what's Joseph going to do? Well, when God spoke to Joseph, you know, hey, he had choices too. You know, he could have he skipped town or he could have divorced her or he could have said, okay, I'll just, uh, we'll just get married and, and get out of here. But the Lord again, there was a performance going on behind the scene, a performance again, and God spoke to Joseph and said, listen, son, this thing that has come upon Mary is of the Holy Spirit of God, and all I ask you to do is be with her, stay with her, because you are an important part in this scene that's going to happen. Performance. I mean, hey, what, what do we do? A lot of times we get up and we perform, Okay. But what about all the stuff that takes place behind the stage? I'm thinking about this beautiful tree right here. This thing just didn't happen, y'all. Somebody decorated. I don't want to embarrass her. Um, but her initials is uh, Mitzi Tannery. Am, am I right? But hey, that is beautiful, isn't it? It's magnificent. I'm sure she had some help, and that's okay. But somebody had to instigate it. Somebody had to put together the performance for us to be able to see it and enjoy it. And just to, just to look at the, the decorations that's hanging on. I mean, that cross the, the, just sticks right out to me because it's from the cradle to the cross that Jesus went just for you and me. What if he hadn't come? What if he hadn't come? What if he said, Father, I'll do anything in the world, but I ain't going, I ain't going to the earth. I mean, it's a mess down there. I'm not going into that. But he chose to go. And when time come to die, he didn't want to die. But he said, but if that's what you want, that's what I'll do. You know, even people, I've heard people say, well, he was Jesus. He could do anything. He was on the human side right there when he was in that garden praying and his sweat became a great drops of blood. He was in human form. He was headed for trouble. He was headed for pain. And he went through it for you and me. We need to thank God for Jesus. Now, we praise God for Mary, but she's not to be worshipped. Hello? We praise God for her, for taking this challenge to have the baby. And the name is Jesus. Can you imagine the performance that took place and all that was going on? Well, I want to just talk to you a moment about the faith that stands in the dark. Faith that stands in the dark. Many of you right now, your faith is very strong, but there's a lot of going on in the background that's darkness for you. And you're wondering, how am I going to get through what I'm facing right now? How am I going to get through this? 
You know, Lynn and I was blessed with, with good parents, and, and, you know, they're gone now. We don't have, we don't go to our parents' home for Christmas anymore. They're gone. Now we look for our children to come to our house. But many of us, all of, we, we go through many, many things. And we wonder, how are we going to get through this? You know, it, a lot of times it's good. It's good to share, Okay. How are you doing this Christmas? Well, i just love to tell you about it. You know, and it's okay to tell about it. Because sometimes when we keep things hidden and out of sight, it's, it's eating us up inside, and we need to share it with somebody so they can pray with us and pray for us as we go through this. But, you know, when we think about faith that stands in the dark, in Ephesians uh, 2.8 it says, For by grace are you saved through faith, the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we think of this, this performance and, and what Mary and Joseph and Zechariah and Elizabeth, what, what all they were going through, listen, the faith that stands in the dark is set forth by the word of God. It came in the performance through the word of God. When, when, when Gabriel came, he said, it's from the Lord. I have got a message for you from God Almighty. Listen, there is nothing more exciting than when in your, in a still small voice, wherever you might be, in your prayer time, in your work schedule, or wherever, than to get a word from God. Hello? A soft word from God. And it might not be a thing, but go to your neighbor and see if they're okay. Your co-worker, they hadn't said anything all morning. Maybe something's going on. Maybe you just need to sit down with them at lunch and ask them how they're doing. Faith that stands in the dark is set forth by the word of God. We've been challenged, you all, to go in the name of Jesus. Go ye therefore. Hey. Old John was born. He was a cousin to Jesus. He was sent off out there in the wilderness to preach and baptize. It was a performance. He was in line with God's schedule, right on time. And when Jesus approached, he said, Look, God, because I told you he was coming. And he said, Now, you all got to understand, I've got to get out of the way and let him in because of who he is. When we think about this, you cannot separate faith from the Word of God, okay? When we think about faith that stands in the dark through the Word of God, it's faith. We must have faith. Without faith, where, where do we stand without faith? Paul, Paul said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And without faith, the Bible said, it is impossible to please God. And I want to please God. So I've got to have faith to believe there is a God in heaven. And there is a Jesus in heaven on the right hand side of the Father. And soon to come back. I must have faith to believe that the Holy Spirit of God lives in my heart. Because I invited him in and he saved my soul. I must have faith to believe that's true. Now, when we think about that, the word of God has been given to us to be used and not abused. You know, sometimes we take the Word of God out of context and we try to beat some people over the head with it when we're wrong. And we need to think about what we're saying and what we're doing. You know, listen, there, there's many broken hearts right now. 
Maybe some in these seats right now this morning. But there'll be broken hearts this Christmas because of mates that have died, because of children that have died, because of, of, of war and their separation. And we need to think about those. You know, it, Christmas is supposed to be a happy time, but for some folks it may not be a happy time. We need to think about them and think about how we can make their Christmas a little bit better. Now, we, you know, we can't fill those empty the void places, but we can pray for them and we can tell them we love them. We can do that. Go out of your way to do it. You see, we don't need to neglect, neglect the power of the Holy Spirit of God. That angel came, brought that message. Hey, how will the Holy Spirit done been in there working? But he brought the message just to confirm, okay? Just to confirm the performance. Sometimes it's up to you and me to confirm the performance of the Lord Jesus Christ and all that he has done for us. So faith that stands in the dark is set forth by the word of God. Secondly, faith that stands in the dark is expressed in us surrendering to God, okay? Whether it be the full-time Christian service, whether it be joining the church, whatever. Do you realize that every time, anytime somebody comes to this altar, there's many looking, okay? Well, you know, they're going down. Maybe I should go. Maybe I should go. It's an example. We don't do it for a show, for goodness sakes. We do it because of the Holy Spirit of God leading us us okay to be a part of what's going on so we when we think about that we we must surrender to god you know our will we we have a will but sometimes it's no good it'll lead us in the wrong direction it'll cause us to go places we don't intend to go and spend more we intend on spending and stay long we than we intend on staying so when we think about that, we must surrender to God. We sing a song, I surrender all. No use singing if you're not willing to do it. I think about uh, to back way up in Lynn and Miles' life and where we have come from to this point right here. I praise God for the journey. And hey, it's not over yet. It may be over this afternoon, but right now it's not over. We're still going forward with the journey, even though sometimes it looks like we're in the dark but we have surrendered to the will of God, to the way of God, and to the work of God. Now listen, uh, this was a hard thing for Mary to do, to accept. You know, how, how would she react to such a call from God? And I, I think about our call. You know, Lynn and my uh, call it to, to, when we come time to leave Town. I mean, that wasn't the easiest thing that we had ever done, you know. I mean, it wasn't no big deal to me. I mean, I, I was ready to leave home when I got married. I was ready to leave home and establish our own home. I had my mate picked out, and I was ready. And that's for that's what we done. Then we had children, but then the call came. Hey, it's time to move. It's time to go. Well, we don't never know what our trail is going to lead us to, but we must. Go forward, even though some of us in the dark, we must go forward, must depend on the word of God. And you see, as a servant, we have the right, we have the right uh, to, to complain or to question what God is doing. We have that right. And he will show us in due time. I mean, hey, here was Joseph. Lord, I can't go through this. Look what's happening to, hey, this thing that has come upon her, this performance is of God. 
But once he got that in his, in his heart and in his mind, he was ready to go, and he went forward with that. Also, you see, faith, it stands in the dark, and not only is set forth by the Word of God, and is set forth and, and expressed by us surrendering to God, but faith that stands in the dark is encouraged, listen, by the Spirit of God. Encouraged by the Spirit of God. When, when, when uh, Elizabeth got this word, hey, she was encouraged by hearing from the, uh, the angel. When Mary got this word and got it settled in her heart, she was encouraged. And so she wanted to go see her cousin Elizabeth. And when they got there, the Bible says the baby leaped in her womb. Listen to me. That baby was alive. Hello? It was alive from a moment of conception. John was leaping inside there. Couldn't wait to get out. And we have them being killed by the thousands. The baby was alive. What a performance that was about to take place. But both of these ladies were encouraged by the Spirit. Now, of course, Zechariah, bless his heart, God made an example out of him. It's dangerous to doubt the Word of God. I mean, that wasn't just something that happened that God said, okay, I'll just throw this against you. Uh-uh. No, he doubted. And we must not doubt the Word of God. The Word of God is powerful. It says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it can cut right into your heart and mind and not even leave a scar. It's encouraged by the Spirit of God. Well, last of all, let me give you this right quick. The faith that stands in the dark is assured of a blessing. Elizabeth had old John. Zechariah quit writing old tablets and got to shout, Hey, it's a boy! His name is John! And hey, John took off. And look what he became. And then, of course, um, and Mary having baby Jesus. And I want you to understand something. Even though Mary was the mother of Jesus, she had to be saved. Just because she was the mother doesn't mean she had a free ticket to heaven. She carried that baby. She gave birth to that baby. She raised that baby and followed that baby all the way to the cross. Encouraged and assured of these blessings. No matter you know, in closing here, listen, no matter who we are, we must be saved. I mean, there's no, there's no way around that if you're going to heaven. You must be born again. Jesus talking to Nicodemus, Nicodemus said, I've done every bit of that, what you said, Lord, I've kept every commandment, I've done this, I've been to Sunday school, I've been to preaching, I sang in the choir, I've done this, I've done that, and Jesus simply said, but you need to be born again. So we must be born again. And I, the question is, do you need to make a commitment today? If you do, you know, just make that commitment to God. Don't, don't wonder and worry, what about the darkness? What about what I can't see? You need to be encouraged by the Word of God to know, hey, I'm making a right choice because I'm making it for God. I'm making a right choice because I'm here to make it for Jesus, not for myself. But I want to get settled. I want peace in my heart. I want peace in my home. I want peace on the job because of who God is. And he's promised uh, to give us that peace. You see, uh, so 
You know, we, we might need to recommit, you know. Sometimes we need to rededicate our life to God because we get too far out under somewhere and we've let the, let the darkness take us to the point that we don't believe like we ought to believe. So maybe we need to come back. So as we think about that faith in the dark, does your faith, does my faith shine in that darkness? In that dark corner, in that dark spot at work? When you sit down with someone you know struggling, and ask God to lead you. Hey, what can I say to this person, God, that help, help them to open up that I might be able to help them through your holy word? Because he said my word will not return to me empty-handed. It will come back, and it'll come back fourfold. And so, does your faith shine in the dark? Do others, we sing us all again, do others see Jesus in you? It's amazing to me, we, the, the songs that we sing that, that, that has the pure gospel all over it. And we sing that. And we believe that. And then we worship in that. When we think about Jesus leaving the throne of heaven, coming to this earth to be born and placed in a manger, in a stable. He could have been born top of the line and everything. But he was born in that situation. So you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be dumb. You just have to be willing to let the performance that God's already done, the performance from the cradle to the cross, would give you courage to make a commitment to Him this Christmas. What a joy when people are saved, when people joining people getting baptized in the name of Jesus you know the best gift you can give we've, we've been leading our our uh, good news youngins this way the best gift you can give is to give to somebody not what am I going to get but what can I give to somebody in the name of Jesus Father how we do thank you and praise you for your precious word how we do thank you for these people that are named in the Bible who who were who are real people even today they are real people and they're with you in heaven and we as your children will see them one day and I pray that you'd help us that our faith might stand in the dark areas that our faith might stand on the word of God that our faith might encourage somebody else that our faith might cause a commitment or a recommitment. Lord, just speak to our hearts now because we, we love you and we just ask your will to be done. In Jesus' precious and holy name we ask. Amen.